0: Sex was the sin in the Garden of Eden, and if we don't understand that sex was a sin, then we won't understand anything. We won't understand Jesus. We won't understand how he ended sin and what that means, or the difference between sin and evil. And I know everybody's going to say, but it said be fruitful and multiply. Well, that story in the beginning isn't some chronology of events like everybody thinks it is. It's just the predicament of mankind. It's showing all the predicament that we're in—the sun, the moon, and the stars—were for seasons and times and years. You know, it talks about how we have preeminence over all the animals. God's uh, made us a little lower than the angels and gave us preeminence over the work of His hands. <clears throat> you know, and yeah. and it was always God's plan from the beginning. That was His plan. He knew what man would do. He's been doing this since eternity. He's been here forever, not some six thousand, twelve thousand years. You know, uh, but He's been doing this forever. And he makes man good, and then he gave them a choice Not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil Good and evil existed before sin But everybody's going to say he said be fruitful and multiply Well that was what happened after the fall That didn't happen before the fall Now they were unable to disobey So if he said be fruitful and multiply before the fall And this isn't just an actual telling of the predicament of man right? If he said that, then why didn't they do it? Why was nobody born until after the fall? Why didn't they know each other and have Cain until after the fall of man? And then the whole seed became evil. It's the whole seed of a thing, right? Good and evil have always existed. They always will exist and they have existed since forever, right? There was a tree of the knowledge of good and evil before sin ever entered. Jesus came to end sin, not evil. There will always be evil, but he came to end sin. Sin was condemned in the flesh. We are robed in sin, right? Whenever people are naked, Adam and Eve didn't know that they were naked at first because they had no sin. And Whenever people are naked, they try to cover what? Their whole body or their genitals, right? They covered their genitals, not their mouths. They had sex. They didn't eat an apple. We were made out of the garden. The tree was in the midst of the garden, right? We are made after the garden. And the the tree of that knowledge is in the midst of our garden. It's our genitals. And that separated them from God. They became married, and it separated them from God for that cause. Like, it's a weird thing to say, look, your parents that gave birth to you, um, you have to leave them, right? You have to leave them and cleave to your wife. It's because that is what took man away from God. Marriage coupling took them away from God, so he cursed them and said, now whenever you guys get married, you must leave your mother and father. And the punishment fits the crime, Eve's pain was in childbearing. Adam had to work by the sweat of his brow to support the family that he had made. So Satan came to her and he was like, he was like, you won't surely die. This will give you wisdom. This is knowledge. This is how you create life. You can become as gods being able to create and destroy. We see this in teenagers. And you know, that's the age of knowing. It's the age of knowledge. Once they get the things necessary to create, create children, then they change. That's whenever their life changes, that's whenever they choose who they're going to be, that's whenever they get that knowledge of good and evil. Because then they become as gods, being able to create and destroy. The knowledge that you can destroy comes with the knowledge that you can create. God was the creator, mankind created through lust instead. Eve saw, wow, this will make us wise. She lusted, and then Adam lusted after her. This is why men lust after women the way they do today. It's just a showing of how mankind is, the way that men are so lustful towards women. is because of what happened in the garden. And then there was enmity. The flesh was at enmity with God, the very flesh itself. How many times do they say things like that? Paul said in his flesh, there's no good thing. That he would, he has the will to do what God wants, but in the flesh he can't find how to perform it, you know? And he thanked Jesus, oh wretched man that he was, who would save him from the body of this death. There was sin in his members, no matter how good he was, All right, Because he was born in sin, just like David said. David said he was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did his mother conceive him. Just being born was a sin. Just being in that seed of Adam was sin, because they obeyed Satan's word. Whenever they obeyed Satan's word to create the flesh... He became the god of this world. He became the god of the flesh. So he had a place in heaven, ruling this world, the people in the flesh. He was the ruler of this world through what? The flesh. He was the accuser of the brethren through the flesh, because their flesh could not perform the will of God. It was impossible, right? It was an enmity with God. This is the serpent seed and the woman's seed. The woman. In the spirit, how Eve was originally made, would birth a child into the world, Jesus Christ, that would redeem mankind. Blood can't cover a spirit, so whenever Jesus died, his flesh died. He bled sinless, and that covered the ground. That covered the dust of the earth that we're created from. Blood just goes right through a spirit. He didn't forgive wicked spirits. That's why there was still a judgment. Evil people, even though he covered all flesh, evil people still didn't make it into heaven. This is also Moses took the serpent in the wilderness and uh, stood it up on its staff. You know, he picked it up with his staff. And Jesus said that he must be lifted up as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness because the flesh was at enmity with the spirit. And each person had that desire in them that they had good and evil, right? They could choose to live by the flesh and reject God like Cain did you know, caring about his own life, killing his brother out of jealousy, or they could have been like Abel, who gave up his flesh and the best part of his flesh to God, you know, believing that God would redeem them from the grave at some point. So Satan brought the seed of the flesh, and Jesus came to end that. He came to end sin and the repercussions for the flesh, to cover it, and then as they believed in Jesus, sin still existed to them. As they believed in Jesus, they built themselves up into a holy temple in the Lord with the Holy Ghost, keeping them from sin. And then Jesus Christ returned, but he couldn't return until Satan was cast out of heaven. So they were defeating Satan by overcoming sin by the blood of the Lamb, right? And the word of their testimony, the word of God, because he put the word of God in them through the Holy Spirit. So this is how they overcame sin. And once they completed that, once they defeated Satan and he got weak enough, this was causing war in heaven. Michael and the angels were fighting against the dragon. Those who were obeying Jesus were giving power to Michael and his angels to win. Those that were obeying Satan, right, they were fighting with each other. But as they defeated Satan through the blood of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, the word of their testimony, then Satan was cast down. And then it said, now had come salvation and the kingdom of their God and the power of his Christ, because the accuser of the brethren was cast down. He was accusing them through the flesh day and night so they could not enter heaven, and they all slept in their grave. But once that happened, now had come salvation. Rejoice you that are in heaven. Once Satan was cast down, the first resurrection happened. They were able to go into heaven because sin was over. But just as they were, the flesh was born in Satan's word, they had to be born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, which lived and abided forever by the word of God. Flesh and blood would not inherit the kingdom. Their spirits would go to heaven, not their flesh and blood. Everyone born in Adam would die. Those born in Christ were made alive. Why? Because he ended sin. He covered their sin first. And whenever he returned, he ended it. He made a covering for it. They overcame Satan by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony. That's what you're reading in the Bible. But it said anyone who looked for him, he would appear again a second time without sin unto salvation. Nobody was saved until sin ended. So these people that are saying sin still exists or that we're still judged for sin, that means Satan's still in heaven, Jesus hasn't defeated them, and nobody's been saved yet. It means nobody's in heaven yet. So this actually gives you, there's so much inform- there's too much information. This is the information of all life. And if you realize this and understand it, you'll understand all of life. You'll understand how Jesus ended sin, you'll understand there was a difference between sin and evil. right? God didn't judge people for sin. He always planned on sending a Redeemer for sin, for what Satan brought. He only judged people for their evil. That's all he ever judged them for. Nobody was judged. No matter how good they were, no matter how bad they were, they all slept in the grave until sin ended, and then the judgment could happen. Because God didn't judge for sin. Even in the law, with sin, they could roll their sins back through sacrifice as a show for what Christ would do for them. They could roll the sins back every year, or daily sacrifice, or whatever, because they weren't judged for that. You know, the only judgment they had for sin was in this life. You know, if they kept their flesh under subjection, they had things in life. They would have cattle and all this stuff and farms, and God would honor them for overcoming that. But they weren't judged for it eternally. Uh, But if somebody did wickedly under the law, they were killed on the spot, stoned, thrown off a cliff, stuff like that. Because there was a difference between evil and sin. And Jesus ended sin, never said that he would end evil. Evil existed before sin ever existed, before mankind ever sinned. They weren't supposed to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, because then they would have become like the beings who had the knowledge of good and evil, who could suffer that eternal fate of wickedness, You know, of actually having their soul destroyed in the second death. So we are not judged, since Jesus Christ finished his work, delivered everything back to the Father, defeated Satan, the accuser of the brethren isn't there anymore. But all these religions constantly accuse each other and themselves for the sin in the flesh which is no longer Jesus Christ ended that to where we have no repercussions for sin and the difference is sin is what you eat it's what's uh, it said sin was condemned in the flesh so it is what is uh, a custom to the flesh you know what you eat what you drink what you wear who you sleep with what you watch what you listen to these types of things that is what Jesus ended so now we can enter heaven now we can have access to God because he no longer sees our sin because Satan is out of heaven he fell he's done he's gone he was destroyed He's not there anymore. He's not there to keep us out because we're not judged for sin. They were in the Bible, but after Jesus returned, we're no longer judged for sin. That's why he reconciled us back to Adam and Eve's state before sin came. So we're back to that state where we're no longer judged for sin and we don't need a redeemer. We don't need a law to keep us there. We don't need the Holy Spirit to put the laws of God inside of us to keep us from sin. That was just the earnest of their inheritance until sin was over, until the redemption of the purchased possession. It sealed them until the day of redemption. This will give you all understanding of all life, just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. I don't know if I ever finished this because there's too much information. All right, put it up on the staff. Jesus had to be lifted up, crucified, crucify the flesh. And those in Christ became the body of Christ because they believed in a sinless man. And once they did that, they were able to receive the Holy Spirit into their members, into their actual flesh. That's why they had so much power, because while sin existed in the world, they were sinless, so they had power over it. Today we don't need all that. Sin doesn't exist. We're not judged for it. It doesn't matter how long we live. Uh, it doesn't matter if we overcome sin. None of that. That's why nobody has that power that they had back then. Because it's not the same time. So they had to crucify their flesh back then. Uh, and Jesus finished his work. And now you're not judged for sin anymore. Now we're not judged for that. it. That was the beauty of what Jesus did. He did his short work on the earth and delivered it back to the Father. Had the gospel of reconciliation. Reconciling us back to God. God was in him reconciling the world to himself. And this was all God's plan from the beginning. He knew what would happen. He knew that they would eat of the tree. He didn't tell them to, God only creates good. But he knew eventually they would eat of the fruit of that tree. They would replenish the earth. Every single person would be judged after Jesus Christ. It brought us to what I call the final man, what God wanted. You know, each person is judged because we're no longer judged for sin. But those who do care about this life and do judge one another for sin and think they're better than this person or that person or whatever because of what they eat, what they don't eat, what they drink, what they don't drink, what they wear, who they sleep with, who they don't sleep with, all that stuff. These people lie. They're hypocrites. They hide. They hide what they do in the flesh. They're manipulators and they will not enter heaven. But the people who know that it's over and do not judge and are not hypocrites, these are good people who can tell the truth and who have access to the Father today and they can enter heaven and will not suffer the second death and it's always been the plan of god and this is how we always worked the honest people who didn't judge and weren't hypocrites these were actually the good people in the bible if you go see what david actually did what noah did what abraham did what all these people did they always relied on god to save them because they knew that their flesh was not good enough these were the good people the evil people were the people who thought their flesh was good, like the Pharisees who didn't believe in the first century. They thought their flesh was good. They thought that they were better than the other people. You know, um, And we can enter heaven today and we have access to God because Jesus was the last Adam, and he fulfilled all that. And everybody from Adam and Eve until the return of Christ in uh, 70 AD, The final, whenever the resurrection was finished in 70 AD, they were all judged right, out of the old world, but now we can be judged as soon as we die. We can go into heaven as soon as we die. It's an amazing thing what Jesus did, and that's why we see these churches today. These churches, these religions, Hinduism, Buddhism, these people that have monks and judge for the flesh, and uh, uh, the Muslims, the Christians, the Jews, all these people, none of them are going to enter heaven. They're not believing what Jesus did. They're being hypocrites. They're judging one another for the flesh. They're hiding their own flesh. They can't tell the truth, they're not going to enter heaven. This is the message of God. This is the way that it works today. This is the message of God today. And be sure to support it. I'm pushing for support this year as much as I can possibly get. I want to tell more people than I've ever been told, millions more than the millions that have already heard. And I want to do that through advertising uh, online and through support as much as I can possibly get from every single person. I'm going to put this in every video that I make, right? Um, I'm gonna live off the support and do this. I'm punching the clock, doing it all day every day, um, and I'm writing again. And I'm gonna. Resp- I'm just. It, there's so much to do, and I'm gonna do it all. And this is my whole life. All my eggs are in one basket. Thank you all that do support, who are able with whatever you can. The ways to support are in the description below. Please join us on Patreon, and see whenever we have dreams from God. That's where we share all those things with people on Patreon and talk about things that might not talk about on here so and also my book links will be in the description below So, and I'm gonna make videos the goal is every single day thanks guys for watching thanks for all the support and I'm not afraid of asking for it anymore this is 2024 this is how it works this is how we can tell the whole world and I hope that it's a great year for it. so Worship God. Love God. Get out of these churches. Don't be fooled by this fake Jesus that they worship. Jesus' work is finished. He's in New Jerusalem in heaven. He's got nothing to do with us anymore. And we have God. He did what He was supposed to do. He uh, reconciled us back to God. He became subject to the Father so that God could be all in all. And He gave everything back to God. And He ended the grave in the sting of death and sin so that we can have God today. And that is how you live for God. And this is basically the gospel of our day and age, and it's that important. So anything and everything that people can do to help, whether making videos, supporting, uh, anything, it will be amazing. God bless anybody who tells the truth in their everyday life, doesn't judge for sin, and goes straight to the Father. Thanks, guys.